Bill, you say I'm good at flinging cravings, but I got to tell you that you flung a craving on me. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country, and fling a craving means that I'll mention something, then Daniel will start to want it. Like, uh, years ago, me and Daniel were uh, hanging out, and I said, you know what? And I love local restaurants and stuff, but every now and then, there's like a chain that has something really good, and I said, you know what I'm thinking about? I had this chili at, at Wendy's. The Wendy's chili is, like, damn delicious, and you got it in your head, and you started thinking about Wendy's chili, and then you had to go get Wendy's chili. And it was so bad that at the time you had a girlfriend, and you and I were running around town, and we both wanted to get some Wendy's chili, but we also didn't want to have to buy extra for everybody else. So me and you, we snuck into a park, and it parked the car and ate chili. We parked the car. I didn't want this lady to know we'd gotten the chili. Uh, Wendy's chili, very good. Also very hot when you first buy it. So we had sat it on the dash. To cool it off. To cool it off. And then it, the steam from the uh, chili fogged up the window. So then it's just me and my buddy sitting in a park together with fogged up windows, which looks <laughs> terrible. Looks pretty bad. Yesterday, you had mentioned that your mom had said, Daniel, Daniel, would you give me a chicken pot pie from KFC? And I started thinking about this damn chicken pot pie you mentioned. And, uh, you know... Love my wife and all, but, you know, there are times where I don't want to call her and go, like, hey, you know, I'm going to run by KFC. Do you want anything, too? So I kind of snuck out of the house a little bit early. I pick up my son every day from kind uh, first grade. and uh, But this time I left about 20 minutes early. So I did a little drive by my KFC. I got that chicken pot pie. Isn't it good? Damn delicious. I had no it's idea. I didn't even know they had chicken pot pies there. I didn't either because I, I walk up and, I mean, I go to the drive-thru and, you know, I've always felt a lot of pressure when I'm there. Like, find out what you need. But there's so much information on that board, I didn't even see the chicken pot pie. So the lady comes on, like, immediately, and I go, I, I got to ask a question. Do you guys have chicken pot pie? Yep, we got it. And it was uh, it was damn delicious, Daniel. Why, right. why is that thing so good? I don't know and why the chicken pot pie at KFC is so delicious. How have we been sleeping on it for this long? It's, like, the best. It's probably the best chicken pot pie I've ever had, to be totally honest. And I've gone to some fancy restaurants that had it, and that's one of my favorite things to order. And, and now I know that people are listening to this, and they do have chicken pot pie, and you're not going to believe it. And as it gets cooler, it's like the perfect fall it, The perfect lunch. fall lunch. Also, I feel like it's big enough that you could eat half of it for dinner. I mean, half of it for lunch, half of it for dinner. Yeah, it's not the one you get at Reese's that's kind of smaller. I mean, those are delicious too. Don't get me wrong. This is a big boy chicken pot pie. It's $5-ish because that's the only thing I got. I didn't even get a drink. It's like $5.20, and, and you can't believe it. I can't, yeah. I can't, and you can't um, believe how good this thing is. My mouth is watering now just thinking about it. <laughs> KFC chicken pot pie. Now we've thrown a curse on everybody. Everybody's gonna, you know, the guy at KFC is probably managing it, and they have an average of how many chicken pot pies they sell. I was about to say we're shooting ourselves in the foot because then after gonna today go we're going to go one up chicken pot pie. We're going to get there. up, oh, sold out. <laughs> It's 98.5 The Bull in today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. We lost a legend yesterday, Daniel, uh, Loretta Lynn. And uh, I was reading a little bit about her life. And, you know, she was a controversial figure there for a while. But I didn't know this about her. She had already had four kids when she decided to start her career. You know, we, we think about all the, like everybody's listening. He's got kids. It's like, how do you even keep up, much less start a career? Yeah, but that's what she did. Already had four kids. Then how she's do like, you do? How do you start a career with one kid? <laughs> it's like pretty unbelievable, but she had uh, quite a list of songs that we all probably recognize. Yeah, here's a quick montage of some of her hits. Well, I was born to call miner's daughter and don't come home a drinking with loving on your mind. You say you're gonna take him, oh, but I don't think you can. 
She was quite controversial, actually. It doesn't sound like it now, but uh, back in the day, she was writing songs about cheating husbands, getting divorced, birth control. There's actually, a lot of controversy. Yeah, actually banned uh, from the uh, radio in 1975 because she did a song called The Pill. And it was about the birth control pill. I guess it just came out. Here's a little clip of that. All these years I've stayed at home while you had all your fun. And every year that's gone by, another baby's come. There's gonna be some changes made right here on Nursery Hill. You set this chicken your last time, cause now I've got the pill. Could you imagine a time, Tig, where that was a... That was controversy yeah, back then. Yeah, big time. I mean, it got kicked off the radio and stuff, right? Yeah, they banned her. They're yeah. like, we ain't playing that. She got canceled. And all she said was, uh, oh, I got the pill. And she got canceled. Even cancel culture back then, I guess, huh? I guess you're right, now that I think about it. Uh, Loretta Lynn, how old was she, 90 years 90 old? 90 years 90 old. 90 years old. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. 7.40 Eli Young Band tickets, not too far away from that. Good morning, Daniel. Good morning, Tig. Uh, baseball, all of the news now, I guess all these people are hitting all these home runs. I guess even last night, uh, Aaron Judge hit his 62nd home run of the season. Yeah, he broke the um, Roger Maris record Would last you like night. to hear a clip? Sure. Here's the 1-1. One, Swung one. on. There it goes. Deep left, it is high. It is far. set the new American League record. Aaron Judge hits his 62nd. All the Yankees out of the dugout to greet him. Just think of it. Three Yankee right fielders. The Babe hitting 60 and 27. The Jolly Roger hitting 61 and 61. And now Aaron Judge hits his 62nd home run the most home runs any American leaguer has hit in a single season. And the American League has been alive for 120 years. This is Judgment Day. Case closed. Hey, I like that announcer. Oh, yeah. What an announcer. Uh, no, who's, like, the, who's the Jolly Roger, by the way? Roger Maris, the guy's record he broke. I oh, guess. they call him Jolly Roger? I guess. I'd be like, hey, y'all got to come up with a better nickname. Jolly Roger. Here, here, how about this? The guy that coughed the ball, Corey Humans or whatever his name is. He's a vice president at Fisher Investments. Ah, oh, uh, man, you want somebody who's broke to manages a, a $197 billion worldwide. Oh, that's well. who That's who catches the ball. Of course, the uh, rich guy wins the lottery. Uh, Tyke, to me, I don't get why you love baseball. I guess you watched it with your dad. Maybe that's why you love it. You feel like you know all the rules? Uh, I think I, it's a very complicated sport, but, uh, you know, I live around people that like baseball, like uh, Handsome Tim, my neighbor. He's excited about the Cardinals getting into the playoffs, and other teams have made it to the playoffs now. I've got some very difficult rules about baseball. I'd like to see if you can answer this quiz. These are very difficult questions. 
Uh, when it comes to the rules of baseball, you feel like you can answer them all. I don't feel that confident. It's so complicated, but go ahead. All right. A batted ball hits the outfield fence, but it's caught before it hits the ground. What's the call? A, a batted ball hits the outfield fence, but it's caught before it hits the ground. That's a base hit. The ball is in play. Yes. All right. Is it possible to reach first base after striking out? Yes. If the catcher drops the third strike, doesn't cleanly catch it, the batter can run and actually be safe on a strikeout. All right. A batter tries to bunt, but fouls it off. What's the call? Well, in the first two attempts, it's, it's a strike, and on the third attempt, it'll be a strikeout. All right. The batter is out if there are two strikes. Yes. All right. How about this? A batted ball bounces over the outfield fence in fair territory. What's the call? Ground rule double. It is a double. Yeah, All right, if it, here's if it the lands in bounds and then bounces over the fence, yeah, you get two bases. All right, here's the hardest question, in my opinion. What happens if a fielder throws his glove at a ball in play and touches it? Let me repeat the question. What happens if a fielder throws his glove at a ball in play and touches it? Is it interference or something? I know it's not. You can't throw your glove up and catch a ball with your glove not in your hand and make it count for an out. I would imagine this would be a major penalty in a Major League Baseball game. So what is it? Each runner gets to advance three bases. I had no idea about that one. Wow. Three bases. That would... So if a fielder, I guess, throws his glove and hits a ball in play, each runner gets to advance three bases. So that would cause you cost runs, perhaps. Yeah, Ty, you know literally nothing about baseball. Thank you. I appreciate it. I, knew, I know something now. It's 98.5 The Bull in today's Hot Country with Tig and Dan. I remember 740 Eli Young Band tickets. Good morning, guys. It's 98.5 The Bull in today's Hot Country with Tig and Dan. Imagine you take your car somewhere, and this actually happened in Tulsa. Imagine you take your car somewhere to get a tire change or something, and, and then uh, they say, you know, come back in a half hour. You come back in a half hour, your car's not there anymore. And you're like, hey, you know, dudes, I left my car with you. Where's my car keys? They go, we don't, we don't know. Uh, by the way, where's my car? We don't know. This happened at Sam's Club here in Tulsa. They, a lady was getting a tire change, and when she came back to pick up her car, it wasn't even there. They gave the car away. They did. This for News on 6. She says she found out Sam's Club handed the keys of her 2014 Honda Civic with 64,000 miles to a stranger. The man that received my car keys just asked him for them. The man then handed him the keys and didn't ask for ID or membership. Semenini recorded this video of one of the managers talking to police. The manager even tells police that shouldn't have happened. It's kind of hear, hard to hear, but... see the officer's stunned reaction. Sam's Club gave us this short statement saying, We take this situation seriously, and we're doing everything we can to make sure the member is taken care of. We are also cooperating with local law enforcement as they continue their investigation. Tulsa police told Semenity yesterday officers found her car, but she doesn't know when she'll get it back. Look, uh, that's kind of crazy. I mean, I guess there's there's situations where you could just go up and be like, 
Yeah, I uh, I drive the Mercedes out there, and they just go, oh, okay, here you go. Yeah, I've gotten many oil changes, many car repairs, and uh, yeah, they don't ask for your ID or you just go membership up and say, card. That's my yeah. car, right? But listen, yeah, it's gonna be all right. The managers are taking it seriously, as they said. You but know, they, the lady's car's gone, but they're taking it seriously. No need to worry. You have to show an ID to buy a seltzer. But no ID to... <laughs> have you ever gotten an oil change and they ask for your ID? Never, afterward? ever. And now I'm thinking this is a great idea for criminals, and we better get on top of this because all you got to do is be like, yeah, that's my Sentra out there. And they go, sure, okay. Well, you think it would be a great idea until you realize that the managers there at Sam's are taking it seriously. Well, they are taking it seriously. They gave away that lady's car. And I don't know where they found it, but uh, she doesn't know when she's going to get it back. So watch out for that. Now I might not even leave those places. Usually I like to drop on my car and do something else in my life and then come back. You're worried somebody's going to steal your car. Now I'm going to have to watch it go up on that thing, that elevator they put cars on, and watch it come down and make sure. I wonder if the guy intended on stealing the car. They just handed him the keys and he was like, oh, well, I better take advantage of this. This is my lucky day. Maybe, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think he sat like he out to steal a car. But he just showed up and saw an opportunity. He was presented with keys. Then do you drive it away or do you not? I mean, I'm not going to steal somebody's car. It's still stealing. If, if they gave me, if I went to the oil change place and they gave me the keys to the Ferrari and not my Nissan, I'm not taking that Ferrari. That's stealing still. Have you ever, went, before you had your license, did you ever take your parents' uh, car around the block? Mm-hmm. You did? Mm-hmm. Well, that's technically stealing a car. <laughs> I hate to tell you, you did that? Me and this guy are in the same. It might have been me at Sam's Club. Who knows? You really did steal a car once? Uh, I used to uh, joyride in cars when people didn't know it, yeah. Multiple times? Many times. I'm learning something about you. You stole multiple cars. What would happen is I worked at a tiny airport, and a rich guy, they would drive up to their private jet. Like, these are super rich people. And they're so rich that they wouldn't even park their own car, and it was my job to park the car. But as soon as that jet took off with the rich person, I'd take that car around town. Are you serious? Yeah. How many cars did you steal back in the day? These were nice. I mean, these were like Lincoln. These were nice cars. And I used to always drive rich people's cars, and I'd go pick up a girlfriend for a date at Chili's in them and, and all that kind of stuff. And you stole these cars. And then I returned it to the airport before they got back from their trip. They never knew. Like that's still stealing it. Right. How are you ever going to get on to your son about anything if you've <laughs> stolen multiple cars in your lifetime? If you're 17 and you have keys to uh, a ashamed. nice BMW, shouldn't you go drive that? No, you shouldn't steal cars. Well, I I'm used to, really man. appalled. I used to take them on joy rides. Remember the movie Ferris Bueller where they went to uh, Chicago and the, the guys who worked the, um, the garage took his car on a joy ride? Yeah, stole it. Yeah. Pretty much like People that. are calling in now. They're ashamed of you. They, they can't believe it. Hey, it's Ty and Daniel. Uh, who's this? Amanda. Amanda, are you also are you shocked and appalled at the revelation today that Ty gets to steal multiple cars? Right. Yeah. It's crazy. No, I used to return them, though. But you stole it. <laughs> no, the rich guy would get on his private jet and have me park his car, but I had his keys, and then I would drive it around town. Amanda, do you have children? I do. And what would you do if they stole cars? <laughs> They'd be in lots of trouble. Where were your parents, Sig, when you were stealing these cars? I was kind of like almost an adult. I was 17. They didn't worry about me. They, they just thought I was at work, but I was out joyriding cars. All the time I did that. All the time. Especially rentals. I'm ashamed, buddy. I got to tell you, I, I don't feel comfortable in the studio anymore. I'm going to have to go to HR and uh, talk to them. I don't That's feel fine. safe in this studio anymore with a known thief.
Well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to I'm going to try to make it better with the universe and give away stuff. And Eli Young Band tickets are coming up. Hey, Amanda, well, who's are you to gonna... say you're not going to steal those, Tug? To be I might, honest, I might I might take them for a joyride. Uh, Amanda, are you going to be here <laughs> at 7:40 for Eli Young Band tickets? I, I am. Great. That's 10 minutes away for everybody on 98.5 The Bull. Good morning. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. 98.5 The Bull, time for our 98.5 The Bull fight uh, for Eli Young Band tickets. Do this about every morning, about 7.40. And Daniel with us, our contestants today. We've got Brian on the phone, and we've got Madison. Good morning, guys. Good morning. I got to tell you, Ty, Brian, very laid back. Yeah, he's pretty a chill. Too late we're back. talking to him off the air. He's, we're like, "Hey, what's going on, Brian? Yeah, man, doing good. Like, yeah, I'm good. All right, guys. Oh, really? I'm going to ask you guys a series of questions. All the answers begin with the letter R. All right, and then you'll face off against each other, and may the best person win. Are you guys ready? Yes. Yep, we're ready. All right, Brian. Up first. Again, all the answers begin with R. This is a type of precious stone. Ruby. Ruby is correct. Brian takes the lead already. Madison, this fairy tale character had very long hair. Rapunzel. Rapunzel is correct. Brian, this is a Swiss luxury watch brand. Rolex. Rolex is correct. Madison, this is the earthquake measurement scale. Oh, gosh. Um... Uh, yeah, I don't know this one. Oh, my gosh. Ty, help her out. Richter? Richter. Hold on. Let me check with the FCC. Oh, can we say Richter on the air? And we can. All right. It is Richter. Uh, with that, Madison, Brian has taken the lead. Brian, this is the currency of Russia. Rubble? The ruble, yes. Pretty good. Well, Ty, do you, uh, you are the judge. Do you grant him? He did uh, mispronounce it, but uh, I'll give it to him if that's all I right think with that's you. A, I think that's correct. The ruble. Up next, Madison, this is the French word for red. Uh, well, I never took French, so I don't know this one. Help her out with that, Ty. There's a city, There's a city in- called Baton Rouge. In Louisiana, and uh, red would be uh, rouge, I believe. That is correct. Oh, okay. Brian, this is the light-sensitive inner layer of the eye. The retina. light retina is correct. <clears throat> oh, my gosh. There's no way for Madison to win, Ty? Well, I guess she could, actually, if she gets these next two right. And then and Brian would have to get the rest of All so, right, yeah, well, you sorry. played the celebratory music the too, too early. early. All right. Madison, this is a board game of world domination. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess Brian's going to win oh, this one. Oh, my gosh. All right, now now Ty plays the celebratory music. It was Risk. <laughs> the board game was Risk. Brian, uh, you've met Madison. Now you've got a decision to make. Do you keep these tickets for yourself, Brian, or do you give these to Madison, who sounds like a lovely lady? I will keep the tickets. Says he's going to keep the tickets. You dirty dog. <laughs> Nobody's good on them up yet. <laughs> Wait, somebody did, yeah, hey. didn't they? 
I don't know if anybody's ever given them up, but what this does mean for uh, Brian is he's going to Eli Young Band. What this means for Madison is, since she hasn't won anything, you are still eligible to win $1,000 in less than a half hour. We get to that at 810. Beat the bull. Your chance at $1,000, guys. Does that sound good to y'all? Yeah, maybe I'll yes, call back. Madison. And uh, Brian, you were disqualified. <laughs> <laughs> Brian says, Madison, you did great. Also, what do you mean maybe you'll call you'll call back, Madison? I'm on my way to work. I don't know if I'll be able to. 810 this morning, 1000 bucks on 98.5 The Bull. I will it's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country, as promised, Daniel. It's our big contest. It's well, hold on, Ty. What was the name of that song? Joy of My Life. Oh, thanks, man. I, it's not saying it to you. I'm saying the name of the song. It's called Chris Stapleton, Joy of My Life. I think we all know what you meant. You know what it's a joy to do? To give away maybe $1,000, Daniel, with Beat the Bull. And with us today, our contestant to try to beat the bull. I forgot I forgot her name. What's your name? Melissa. Melissa. The very uh, potentially rich Melissa who could win up to $1,000. What would you do with the money if you won $1,000? Um, probably put it in gas and <laughs> go to Walmart. I'm a Walmart person. Very romantic. <laughs> what do you mean you're a Walmart person? What does that mean? They're just special Walmart people. <laughs> all right. She's all right. a Walmart lady, so, and that's... Uh, so basically, Walmart is playing Beat yeah. the Bull this morning. Okay. All right. So you know how the game is going to work. I'm going to play a sound here for you. This is the sound you try to avoid. I just want to make sure you can hear it loud and clear. <laughs> did you hear that? I did. All right, Dan, are we ready? Let's go. Uh, get ready to beat the bull in three, two, one. Good luck. 50. 100. 400 450 500 Stop, stop Wait, she stops at 500, that's your money She did a double stop Now you have an uh, option here Would you like to see how far the bull was going to go Or would you rather just not know? No, I want to know. Are you sure? My heart's racing. I need to know. Her heart is racing, Tig. She'd like to know how far the bull was going to go today. But rest assured, $500 is yours now. But let's see what the bull was planning on doing today. Here we go. goodness <laughs> that is so crazy you couldn't have played the game any better you've got 550 dollars uh what a round of applause tag does a tiny clapping from him but now walmart you said will receive 500 dollars. congratulations to the walton family Mostly. yeah the walton family has beat the bull this morning 500 bucks not bad and she stopped it just in time too we're back tomorrow another chance at one thousand dollars right here on 98.5 the bull 810 in the morning with tig and daniel good morning guys 98.5 the bull weather provided by community care your locally owned health plan it's 98.5 the bull today's hot country with tig and daniel this actually happened in tulsa welcome into did you see 
brought to you by iCare Associates of South Tulsa. It happened in Tulsa. A lady went to drop her car off, get a, a flat tire change or something, comes back, and her car is not even there. They gave it to somebody else. I guess somebody just came up. Well, here's the story. Here's the uh, lady that had her car taken when she went to go get her flat tire changed, I think at a Sam's Club from News on 6. The man that received my car keys just asked him for them. The man then handed him the keys and didn't ask for ID or membership. You know, that's not a unbrilliant way to just go get a car. You know, I guess they're not really keeping track of whose car is in there. And you go up and I'm like, uh, I'm in the Prius. And they go, oh, yeah, here's the Prius keys. I mean, they really don't check you, do they? I've never presented my ID when I picked up a car. Sure. Like if you go, if they say it's going to be two hours and you go grab lunch and you come back and they go, which car are you? And you just say, I'm in the Nissan. They don't really, they don't do a background check on you. They go, oh, okay, well, here you go. And uh, so somebody got a car that way. The police did find her car, but I guess they have to do some type of investigation now. So she doesn't know when she's actually going to have wheels again. Uh-oh. Did you see this tag? Loretta Lynn died yesterday, 90 years old. Here's a montage of some of her big hits. Do you consider yourself to be old-fashioned? No, not really. You're an old-fashioned fella. <laughs> I'm you old-fashioned. You don't realize that, but you are. <laughs> okay, well, I appreciate that. Hey, now, but look L- at that. Loretta Lynn, I was uh, reading up on her, as we all have here lately, and, uh, you know, she started her career after she had four kids. Who could do that? I you know. must be an immense talent to be, able to, ha- to be able to have four kids and then start a career. I know. Like, that's that's sort of, like, inspiring in a way to the rest of us that goes, we read a story a couple of weeks ago about a guy who was a mechanic, and later in life he decided to become a medical doctor. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, she kind of started kind of out of order, usually, you know, have a career, then have kids. She did it backwards and still was successful. Uh, 90 years old, Loretta Lynn. Yeah. And she was very controversial with her songs. Now you look back and you go, oh, that wasn't that bad. But she was singing about the uh, birth control pill. and Yeah, she was actually banned from country radio in 1975 because she sang this song when birth control came out. All these years I've stayed at home while you had all your fun. And every year that's gone by, another baby's come. There's gonna be some changes made right here on Nursery Hill. You said this chicken your last time, because now I've got the pill. Did you hear that, Tiger? Yeah, you said con- this chicken one last time. Now I've got the pill. And they were like, oh, that's too controversial. We can't play that. Yeah. No. All right, Loretta Lynn, 90. Uh, enough time for earlier, Tiger. Let's get down to business. Would you like to hear a lady singing with her pet parrot? I want you to identify what song she's singing. Okay. Here we go. I don't care if it hurts. <laughs> I 
falsetto, too. Uh, that is the best and worst singing parrot I've ever heard. Creep, huh? Yeah, like the parrot could sing, but God, it's awful. That's a terrible, it's a terrible singing voice he has. For a bird, it's pretty good, don't you think? No, I think for a bird, it's also awful. I don't think birds sing that well, and that bird's at least good. All right, it a I'll shot. be the parrot. You do a little bit of creep by Radiohead. I'm a creep. Sorry, I'm a creep. I'm a weirdo. <laughs> and I'm a weirdo. It's a terrible singing parrot. They, the parrot needs singing lessons. You know what's great, Daniel? Snow's Furniture. Mm-hmm. Where you can get the lowest price in town. Period. You bring your parrot down there, sing Creep or whatever, and uh, still get the lowest prices on furniture in town. Do you think Barry from Snow's Furniture would enjoy that singing parrot? Um, I would imagine. You know what? If he had a singing parrot, that'd be another reason for you to go in there. No, you don't need a reason to go to see Barry at Snow's Furniture because he already offers the lowest prices guaranteed. And, by the way, the stuff that's in there, this sounds crazy, but a lot of furniture stores, you pick out a piece and then they got to send it to you, and you might have to put it together. It snows. It's all put together. The piece you sit on, the chair, the recliner. You take I don't like home. when you refer to furniture as pieces. Okay. Just say the furniture. Okay, you don't have to call it a piece, like a piece of art. Whatever. Couch. Try that one. Couch. You get to take Is that, that what you say home. when you walk into your living room? You're like, ah, I'm going to go uh, relax on the piece. Don't call it piece anymore. Just say couch or ottoman, recliner. I'm going to let you close out this That's whole thing. That's a good idea. All right, go ahead. You take it away. They have the lowest prices guaranteed on pieces. <laughs> it's nose pieces. <laughs> 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Time for Off the Wall. We go to a company's Facebook page and we see what people are complaining about. Actual people take their time out of their day and they go and they complain about things. And today, what Facebook wall are we visiting, Daniel? It is KFC, Tig. The other day I flung a craven on you. I said the chicken pot pie at KFC was amazing. You ate it. And what was your verdict? It was damn delicious. Oh, my God. It's so good. All right. So today we went to KFC, their Facebook wall. You can go see these right now on Facebook. And we'll start with Eleanor. Eleanor, not Eleanor, Eleanor. Okay. And she writes on the KFC Facebook wall. Uh, she says, I can tell you, I've eaten these new sandwiches since they've been out. Today was my 70th birthday. All I wanted was the regular classic chicken sandwich. Went to KFC. We came home, began to eat it. It seemed a little spicier than previous ones. Tasted over peppered. Well, I had an allergic reaction to the spicy sandwich. My throat began to close up. Eyes and nose ran. Took allergy meds with relief. Still hoarse and voices gone. Oh, no. She paid the price, Ty. 70th birthday, too. All she wanted. Hmm. Also, Karen writes, just went to our local KFC and found they no longer have my favorite, the best pot pie. I'm a good cook. And I'll tell you, it was the best. I was seriously disappointed and have no reason to go there anymore. But I like the pot pie. She did, too. And uh, 
They no longer have it. Why would one KFC have a pot pie and the other not? The one in Tulsa I went to has the chicken pot pie, which is delicious. Mickey says on the KFC Facebook wall, it would be nice to eat here, but the last six consecutive times I've been, they're out of food. Guess that's why ours gets very little business. Mm. You know, if you don't have food at a restaurant, that's a yeah, problem. Mickey suspects the fact that they're out of food constantly might be why they're not <laughs> doing so well. And also, isn't that on Mickey? If you go to the place three times, they got no food. Would you go an additional three times? Yeah, kind of like you learn your lesson. I think I'd give up. Sandra says, ordered online last night. Went to pick it up at the drive-thru. Was told to park, pull around and wait. Was supposed to be available for pickup. Sat there forever. Called, no answer inside the store. Finally, they brought the order. Chicken strips on a bun, four of them. And then yelled at me while handing me the order Uh-oh. I already paid for. How dare they? Have you ever been yelled at when you went to a restaurant? Mm, no, I have not. I would consider that uncouth. Uh, Jane says, very good sandwich if cooked properly. I've gotten a few there that were overcooked. If you do the survey on your receipt, you buy one, get one free. Mm-hmm. But why, why would you want it if it's yeah. not good? I know. And finally... Heather says, let me start by saying KFC original recipe is my favorite fried chicken ever. Okay. So I tried the classic sandwich. Honestly, I was disappointed. The chicken lacked flavor. The bun, way too buttery. Took away uh, from the flavors of the chicken. I will say the chicken was moist, so that's good. <laughs> All right, well. No, too much butter on the bun, but the chicken was moist. A happy ending. It's 98.5 The Bull in today's hot country.